Can you spot the wolves in this picture? Isn't it the wolf or is it the wolves? Wolves. There was oh. wolves in the, in the book. I didn't catch it. It was the tagline of the movie. Oh. Almost. This is Rachel and Noah with special guest. You guys guess? Is it Nate? No, it's Jutier. This is rated R. Yeah, that, that's why they shouldn't have guessed Nate. I can't remember. Did we say Juju last time or Jutier? I called you Jutier. Yeah, right that's now, right. Well, you, did, you just did that right now. I too. said Jutier. So, you said Jutier. No, well, no, I said Jutier. Mm, okay. Last time I said Jutier. Because we call him Juju. It's crazy he didn't know your name until recently, though. I always call him Juju. I know. <laughs> Wait, what? Really? You didn't know my name? No, I knew it, but I said Jutier, not Jutier. Mm, okay, I'm watching you. <laughs> uh, we are talking about... Killers of the Flower Moon. I know we're a little late to the game, but... We we're not that late, actually. It. Actually, at one point, I thought we were never going to see it. Because we had, <laughs> even 30 minutes into the movie... There was like a freak accident in the theater and they kind of shut down. Yeah, the movie. that was, that was uh, this so girl's bad. eyes were rolling to the back of her head and she was like making weird noises. If you hear this, I'm so sorry that you went through that. Um, Everyone was just kind of confused. Like she was making weird noise. Her boyfriend kept yelling, wake up, wake up. So then when I saw her eyes roll back, I could tell Noah didn't want me to like stand up and like bother people, but I like was so concerned. And then also he was like shaking her to wake up and then other people were shining their flashlight on her. And I was like, Oh God. Yeah. Anyways. They called 911. They they called uh, the theater security and like, I'm not sure who came, but they tried to, they stopped the movie for it. They rewinded it. I was like, wow, we're not going to see this. I mean, obviously you want her to be okay. But then after everything kind of settled down, I was like, are they going to cancel the movie? Cause it's already three and a half hour movie or whatever and then that was another half an hour so i kind of thought we were never going to see this yeah and they asked her if they if she wanted to go to a hospital she was like no nah, i'm good and yeah then they, and then they forced her out yeah they're like okay we well, have to leave but like also she should we can make kind of light of it because she was she's fine. okay she yeah was she walked off fine perfectly fine they gave her water they gave us all free movie tickets too i'm sure they gave us Which, them yeah, a movie ticket nice. too so it's cool but we already have the amc pass so we gave our ticket to juju and we have one for nate now true Okay. Anyways, do you want to give finally, your... S- uh, spoiler, spoiler alert, we did see it, so... I was going to say, do you want to do the spoiler warning, so you might as well go into your little... Spoiler warning number two, we will be revealing key plot points and diving into deep detail, so if you haven't seen the movie, tune out now and come back later. Or if you like spoilers like me, you can stay. Juju, do you want to do the summary? Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Yeah, sure, I can do it. Okay, do it. Um, so okay, but you guys are gonna have to correct me on the way mm-hmm. as I'm saying this. So the movie is about the Osaga native tribe, um, which I believe started is in Is it Osaga? It's Osage or o- Osage, maybe. Osage. Osage, yeah. Um <clears throat> and it looks like they they had settled in Oklahoma. Kind of like northern Oklahoma, and they found some oil and um as most of you probably know, um, the a lot of native most people probably don't know. If you don't know, 
And I probably don't even know that much either. Mm -hmm. But um, if you are at the time, if you're, or maybe still around, but if you're a full-blood Native American, um, you are entitled to some money. And so... Summary, bro. <laughs> okay. I, I thought I was doing that. Why don't you tell it then? Basically, okay. no one's going to read it out. Then? Basically, in the 1920s, the Osage, Osage tribe like discovered oil and then all these white men came in on their native American land and tried to get their wealth. And basically the Osage people were murdered one by one by the white man and it wasn't documented. And then the FBI came to try to unravel the mystery. Yeah. And this is kind of one of those untold tragedies that kind of put spotlight to. It is a that, true story, you know, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're murdered by their spouses of what happened. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that's why. You know, they, they were, didn't know who to trust. Everybody's after their money. At one point, she's, um, Molly, the main character, is talking about, like, she's afraid to eat in her own house because people are, have been poisoned, shot in the head, blown up, you name it. Yeah, it's that's pretty gruesome, actually. Honestly, it's, like, crazy. To, it's such a good story. Like, the whole, like, just, just outside looking in, like, 100,000 view above it, it's, like, I love when they tell stories about people that they try to like cover, like any stories that are tried to be covered up or anything. And like stories like this, where it's to this day, Native Americans are getting murdered and not their stories aren't being told and like they're not getting proper justice. So for them to just like unravel this whole story of the Osage tribe and them getting murdered. Yeah. It's, I, a, it's, it's just such a good story. The, the FBI for any justice to be served. I know it's to the, I mean, no justice was really served. Yeah, yeah. I, I, the movie does end. Spoiler warning. Already gave with it. Martin Scorsese has a little cameo, uh, kind of reading off kind of what happened to everybody as the pieces started to fall. And uh, the main villain, played by Robert De Niro, Hale, he did serve time in jail, but was released on good behavior and kind of carried on with his life. And the same with the husband and brother too. So, so kind of like a slap on the wrist for I know it's depressing. Committed, but Martin Scorsese directed this, and I did not know that he directed Taxi Driver. Which he has a long he has a lot of movies with Leonardo DiCaprio as well. The you taxi, ta sorry, the Taxi Driver, Robert De Niro from yeah, I think yeah. it's the seventies, seventy six. Want to list all the ones with him and Leo? Wolf of Wall Street. Wait, did he direct Wolf of Wall Street, though? Yeah. Dang. Go through them. Rachel's on IMDb right now. So I, I can't find it. I want to say this is like their seventh movie together. Oh, shit. I can see Rachel's fingers frantically looking right for her dive. I can't. It's yeah. hard. It's hard. That was a bunch of chat GBT, this. Uh, no. Wolf of Wall Taxi Street, Road. Taxi Driver, Cape Fear. Shutter Island. Oh, he did oh, Shutter Island? Aviator. Actually, Aviator is might be my favorite out of that movie. I've never seen that movie. What? It's super good. I'll put it on my list. Uh, uh, okay, Gangs so... Gangs in New York. So he directed a heck of movies. Did he do... Um, he, he's kind of like one of the iconic directors. Oh, I didn't know that. Did I've he, actually heard his name before, but like I didn't know what he looked like, so... There's a movie called Herbert Hoover. Herbert Hoover, the FBI director with Leo played him, but I don't think it was Scorsese. I think it was, uh, I want to say like Clint Eastwood. 
Dang, he did The Departed? Yeah. Okay. Whoa, he did hella movies. Yeah. Yeah, this guy's a beast. Yeah, there's hella movies with Leo then. He's like, he's like one of the, I think he's like Corey's favorite. Wolf of Wall Street is like hands down one of, one of my favorite movies though. That movie's but so good. But him and good. Leo always team up. And then Robert De Niro had been in a lot of movies as well. Like him. Now I know what he looks like. So he was, so you saw the cameo at the end, right? When he, he was the one who yeah. read the final script. Yeah, the, the, what's it called when somebody dies? The obituary. Yeah. He read the obituary. So obviously Leonardo DiCaprio plays the main character, Ernest Buckhart. Um, Lily Gladstone plays Molly Buckhart. The wife. And kind the of wife. Um, Robert De Niro plays William Hale, who is kind of like the antagonist in the film. He's a criminal. He did a really good job, actually. He he was like very creepy in that movie to me. Also, I thought his name was Kale. Hale. Hale. Yeah, that was Kale. (laughs) 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 Um, Jesse Plemons, who played Tom White. Yeah, he was FBI director, right? Yeah. He was from a. It's funny because he does like a wide range of movies. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I've I've seen him in uh, sci fi movies. Oh, yeah. He was in. I think you're thinking of Black Mirror. Yeah, he is in he is He's in Black, Black Mirror. Mirror sci-fi one, I think, where he oh. play he creates the virtual reality that they're like trapped in. He's an yeah. Irishman. Uh, Battleship. Like, is he like in the Star Trek one? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. He's yeah. the main bad guy in that. But yeah, he's also yeah. in Game Night. Where Game like, Night is hilarious. Where he plays the cop in that too. And I love he's him. In this, and then I think I think he was in Friday Friday Night Lights, the TV show. Mm. Could, oh. Says wrong. the Irishman, the Power of the Dog, Battleship. Um, okay, and then we got Tantu Cord- Cordonal, who played Lizzie Q, who's the mom. Brandon Fraser, who oh, played yeah, Brandon Fraser had a W.S. Hamilton. That was like a cameo where he was the lawyer. Was I was like it? the mummy. <laughs> That's the only way I know him. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, I didn't even oh, okay. Yeah, I, I thought I somewhere. saw his face from somewhere. I was yeah. like, he looked like very bloated. I wasn't Am I sure. To say that? I wasn't sure if that, was, if that was him or if he had on like a, a suit because I think <laughs> in the movie The Whale he wore like a suit because he was like really big. Mm. But either way, he did a really good job. He had a really big presence on the movie, and you really like whatever scene he was in. He was kind of almost the focal point. Kind of stole that. We got John Lithgow who played the pr- prosecutor. We got Kara Jade Myers who played Anna. I don't think you have to go through every single it's name. It's hard because I also saw on Tik. Well, yeah, there's a lot of people. Well, I mean, I feel like there's like Louis Cancel Me who played Kelsey Morrison, the creepy guy. I mean, yeah. Then Rita. We should say Janae Collins who played Rita, the sister. Like all the sisters at least. Yeah. Um, there's about like 20 different characters. And then like, Jillian Dion who played Minnie. That's the other sister. We have like significant like, yeah. screens. Yeah. And then Lily Gladstone too. She did a really good job acting. Lily Gladstone was amazing. Who was, who the was main chick, Molly? Molly. Oh, Molly. Yeah, yeah. She was great. She was so good. When she was sick, I really felt like she was sick. And then when she, she just felt like really strong. Don't I remind you of Molly Noah? She was way more quiet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she, Juju wow. was too stunned to speak. <laughs> more okay. reserved. She, she was more reserved. Okay, rude. Anyways. Um... All right, so I think that's pretty much like all the cast and directors. So let's get into our favorite parts. Noah, would you like to kick us off for your favorite I part? I will defer. Shatir? 
me again. (laughs) 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 Um, my favorite part. Um, I don't know if I really have a favorite part, but I, I, I will say hard with this movie. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. long and it, yeah, it just kind of keeps going. All the parts like dragged out too. So it's like long scenes. Super. It didn't feel super long, but it's kind of hard to divvy up like. Significant parts in the movie. Yeah, I will say that I think my my favorite part of the movie, like the probably the first forty five minutes of the movie, is because you can see Leo's character. Um, you don't really know if he likes Native Americans or not, and so like you you see him make little faces, but then like he's like being really friendly, and you're like trying to guess along the way. Is like, do, are you really okay with like living with Native Americans, or like do you actually hate them? And so I love like the twist that it, it you know it kind of comes with. Like the character development in Leo's character. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, because yeah. you kind of think he's a good guy, but then they also show him do like really slimy stuff. Yeah, but they, then, but he, he gives off little hints. So, yeah. yeah, you know, so I don't know. I, I don't know. I guess that is development, but like the, he gives off little, little hints of like, you know, it's very like smoking mirrors that you, you pretend that you like someone, but you, you know, you really don't. You're making like these weird faces. Yeah, he's talking yeah. about like, I love my wife and all this, but he was like poisoning her. But he like kind of, he maybe thinks he really does love her. Or it's like yeah. that moral ambiguity. Yeah. Or... I have a, yeah, I have a pretty good question about, like towards the end about like him and how he loves his wife. Yeah. My favorite part though was when the grandmother passes away mm-hmm. and like it's foreshadowed with them seeing the hawk. Owl. The owl. <laughs> yeah. By the like, way, just making up his own animals. <laughs> the owl. And then like once you see that, you know. Someone says you, dude, actually they told me you sounded like an owl. Who's they? <laughs> Say who again? Yeah. <laughs> I got him. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Wait, did you guys realize that or did you notice that whenever um, Molly or Lizzie so saw the owl, uh, whenever like the owl would go away, it's the person who's like killing them? Yeah. The person who they think, they think is killing them? Yeah. I, I noticed yeah. that in the second one when Molly, because then her husband immediately walked in. Yeah. It was like mm-hmm. a warning. Like, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, they foreshadow the death with that arrival of the owl and then everybody's kind of crowded around here outside and then she opens her eyes and she sees like her family members just um, smiling i think it might be was her parents and maybe her husband they're just smiling at her waiting for her and they like walk off together like that was really and like pretty. a tribal leader or somebody too yeah whoever that, was, that was that was beautiful i'm i'm actually like and, up and it was like that. completely was, like, no silent music. yeah, yeah that it was really beautiful that scene stood out and was like really impactful and, and like pretty like a pretty moment Molly had a hard, she had a hard life. She had a hard life. Oh Honestly, like I, I think like to to your guys' point, like there's not really like a favorite scene for me, but I would say like my favorite part of the whole movie was Molly. Like any scene that she was on camera, I was like completely invested in. Like even when she was like screaming on the bottom of the stairs when her sister got blown oh, up, yeah. um, I felt that. Like I I felt I felt all of her emotions. I felt when she was sick. I felt when she was confused. I felt when she was angry. Like I thought her character was like it for me. I loved everything about her. Yeah, and even the inner dialogue of like when she's walking to the change station. And yeah, she's like, there's the, a sickness going around here. I'm around it. Um, wearing yeah. this wearing this vest is a is a death sentence or something. Mm-hmm. Like she was like, yeah, she yeah. was. Yeah, I loved her. She did such a good job. All the acting was like top notch throughout. And for a movie like this too, like it kind of has to be to carry the movie. It's very character driven. That's true. And mm-hmm. then you also leave like Leonardo DiCaprio did really. He did a he good did job. a really great job. But then 
and know like this to him like he he's like because usually every movie you leave you're like oh he was the best part he was amazing like he was really good and amazing in this one too but so was lily gladstone and robert de niro wow robert de niro everybody, like, everybody did really really good like brendan frazier mm-hmm. i think too that this movie being so long kind of gave everybody like enough time to really like showcase their like skill set or have something like resonate with with you yeah yeah i agree with you that's a um I, it's funny when we were leaving the movie and um, just hearing people saying like how good Leo was. And I, I don't know, to me, I always know Leo's going to do a good mm-hmm. job. So I never, I'm never all, like always awed about Leo, but um, in this movie, seeing every last actor, actress doing really well with their character, um, you know, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. It's nice to see people keep up with him. Like, because sometimes he's like out I- not sometimes, I guess. Actually, like Wolf of Wall Street, I feel like everybody acted really well too. But he, I think Leo acted amazing, but I would argue that Lily Gladstone carried this movie with just her acting alone. Like she kind of stole the show for me. That's what I'm saying. Like all three, yeah. four people. And Robert De Niro was really good, good yeah. too. He creeped me out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Any other like favorite parts? I guess like... Um, I liked how they... Did, like they structured the story it was like front loaded with getting to the court scenes and then mm-hmm. the court scenes was very quick it like there wasn't i was kind of expecting i'm like oh man they're just getting to court now and then it's gonna be like another hour of back and forth but it was like no they get to court and then the story is having um what was leo's name in the movie uh not Brett. What is it? It's Ernest. Like, Ernest, yes. yeah. It's like having Ernest kind of flip-flop with if he's going to testify, I guess, against his uncle or not. And mm-hmm. that was like the main like focal point that they wanted the audience to, to take away from yeah. the court scene was like that internal struggle. And ultimately it was, he was kind of peer pressured and bullied into testifying against well, he's like, testifying yeah. against his uncle, but it took the death of his daughter from um to realize he needs to protect his family yeah and then he has that change of heart and does testify against his uncle and then after he does do that they just wrap it up there's no more like everything else was non-consequential yeah i mean i uh i kind of disagree i think that's not allowed on the show i uh i disagree i think he um i feel like he would cut his mic I feel like he he would have known his um, Ernest would have known eventually that his uncle would have been after him, and so I think after seeing his daughter die, um, he saw in a way out because the the motive of all of Ernest's whole character is money, at the, at the end of the day, and like I think he's a pretty selfish character, and it, it again like Leo does a really good job of like showing Ernest that like, he's going back and forth of like who he actually or who he actually is if he actually loves his wife or not, but if you really look at the character, he's actually very selfish. And so he testified against his uncle for money still. He testified because I think he knew that his uncle would probably come after him first. Cause if you think about it, if all of Molly, Molly's family would have died, except for the kids, um, the kids will probably get that money or he, the Leo would get that money. But then if Leo dies, then the uncle first butt of line will probably get that money. So it would only be a matter of time until Ernest was next. I can see that, but the way that the movie like unraveled, it seemed like the death of his child triggered him distrusting his uncle, 
and wanted to take care of his family. Yeah, I think the death of his... But I can see what you're saying, but also I don't think he's that clever to kind of realize. I think it honestly, like, his whole character is, like... he's kind of dumb in the movie. No, yeah, his whole character is, like, the most gullible, easy to influence, like, most easily influenced person out there. So, like, whoever speaks to him last is going to kind of get, like, the last say in his brain. And it just so happened that he was about to not testify because he was able to talk to a lot of people that were on his uncle's side, but then his daughter died and then went home and realized, wait a second, like my family is important. I do love my wife. I do need to do right by her. And then that was kind of the last person. But I do think like if he would have talked to somebody else, like on the way out, he would have probably switched sides again. Like he's just like, yeah, but there's also that when um, he had to sign the, um, yeah, he signed the agreement. He signed the agreement. He, yeah, and he was skeptical because he knew, he knew what his uncle was up to, but, his uncle has so much control over him. He's still you know, signing he was, it. He was, I, I, I can see that point that you're making, but the way the movie unraveled, it didn't have that be like his motive for ultimately testifying. Well, yeah, because it's based off someone real. So if you if you're looking at someone, the real person and his intentions, and if that's everything he's doing is going that way, I think that person saw, would have done it with their with or without his daughter. Yeah, exactly. Dying. And I really, I really think that if if he probably. did not testify against his uncle, his uncle probably would have got him next. Maybe if like For the sure. scene before or something, if he like read that agreement again, and then he, did he, they even show him signing it? Yeah, they did. They, did. they oh. showed they showed him signing it, but he was super F- hesitant. The and FBI guy. Oh yeah, in the mirror, right? Yeah, yeah in yeah. the mirror. And the uncle's like, you know, you have to sign this, and he was just like all worried about it. I mean, his honestly, that that whole scene with Robert De Niro, where he's just like, you have to sign this. I was like, damn, I don't even know what I would do. And like, he tried to like level he, with him, like, hey, look. Yeah, like, he like tried to level with him. That whole scene was Robert De Niro that. was so freaking good in that scene. Like, he kind of got me for a second, where it's like I was putting myself in Ernest's shoes, and I was like, wait a second, like I think I would be a little bit like scared to run. A, B, like you kind of can't get a, see a way out until you sign this for your uncle because you don't see him behind bars yet like you think that he has all the power and all the holds all the cards so it's like i actually got influenced by william hale and i was like oh shoot i probably would sign it too just to make him go away honestly because it's super scary in that scene he was like really like getting under his getting to him like it was a I lot i think i would sign it but leo's character you would was, die then they would leo's shoot you character was like not smart enough to kind of see what was unraveling or like see two, two steps i think ahead. he did see i think he did because if he, <laughs> at that point i mean it took all the way up to that point and he still ultimately signs it yeah because he he's like, scared yeah, because he, he's he was scared like, oh, did you sign he asked his brother if he signed it and yeah. all that stuff because he knew he knew that eventually his uncle would go against him i i really think that because even in even in the house who who was the sister that got blown up was it anna yeah, no, uh, it was... Anna got shot. Um, I can't remember her name, but it, when Leo and her husband were going back and forth of like... Rita. Rita. Uh, when, so when Rita and her husband got blown up and uh, Ernest and Rita's husband were going back and forth about like who, you know, who is stronger than the other, who can, you know, um, who has the money over their, their whatever their wife is in, entitled to. It's Ernest is within that plan of his uncle. Ernest knows everything that's going on. So it doesn't take, you know, it doesn't take you long enough to realize like, oh, he, my uncle could probably kill me also if he's after this money. So I, th- I really think that he, he, he knew that. But what, leading up to the conversation with Robert De Niro in the jail cell, like, pointed that that was his motivation. 
Because, I mean, you can make the argument because I see what you're saying because it makes sense to us because everybody yeah. knew that he was... Everyone knows that he knows about his uncle scheming on him when he was signing it. You could tell he was hesitant. Like, he was aware, but... But he... See, a lot of the information was known before. Like, he was skeptical, but he still... He was still not going to testify. And then it was only until his daughter died that he testified. I... I, just, I, I see your point, yeah. but... No, I just... I, I think that... I, it's an easy out to be like my daughter just died like i can't do this anymore and because he was like i don't want i, I don't, just i don't want him to touch my kids yeah it's like there's nowhere in the movie where the kids were ever in jeopardy i genuinely think that Ernest's character whether this is real or not but throughout what the movie was trying to portray was that he was actually in love with his wife and actually loved his kids and actually loved his life but was being manipulated and didn't and d- was like trying to find the pal- balance to make everybody happy because he was just not smart enough to think on his own two feet. Yeah. It was just trying to make everybody happy. And then at the end was like, you know, what? I'm going to be the be- like the family man. I'm going to pick that side of things and try to do right by my family. And I think that's how the movie was like shaped out, like ending and shaking it out. After Obviously, in true act- life, he probably was just trying to. I mean, he's in a jail cell being tried <clears throat> or, or uh, held for murder. Like is the rock bottom in his daughter dies too yeah like nothing good and that was from. his only kid so yeah. you're saying him not trying to kill his his wife was not rock bottom slowly killing his wife was not rock bottom no surprisingly it wasn't because he yeah. kept doing it and then he wasn't gonna testify. i genuinely i genuinely think he wasn't gonna testify, wait so but this is this is another but thing this, daughter, this is another thing i i genuinely also think that he didn't know he was killing his wife i think he thinks he was keeping her sedated I think he thought he was keeping her quiet. He's yeah. like, this is keeping her quiet. He's like, it's only going to slow her it's down. It's only going to slow her down. Like, That's yeah, what they kept saying. Down, so I genuinely down. think that he was... He's, he's kind of like a... like a. He's like not the smartest Yeah, he's not the... the sm- yeah, and I think, I think he genuinely thought he was just slowing her down, keeping her sedated, not genuinely thinking he was going to murder her. Like, I don't think he was... Putting that he wasn't even like a real soldier. Then yeah. Why would he, then why would he know about his sister... About all these sisters dying then? What do you mean? He had to do he, a, a dirty work he, for his he, uncle. He knew, he knew it all. Yeah, so what, what makes you think that he, he thinks that his wife is okay, but his sisters aren't? Because his wife He's, is the one that's going to yeah. get the money, and he's supposed to control his wife. So he thinks that keeping her sedated is him being and able to control not, the money. He's not smart. He's not like a smart man. I don't, I don't know. He's easily I think, manipulated. I think you guys are, are overlooking the fact that he was well into the whole plan. And again... He I, killed the PI guy. Yeah. Yeah, and then I, I, also, and I, I also think that he probably realized that, oh shit, it's not just going to be my wife. It's going to be me next that my uncle's, my uncle's going to try I to think kill. Him, I'm sure that if, had a little bit to do trying, with it, but I think the movie. If he's save his own skin, I think he would choose not to testify. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that had a little bit to do with why he obviously wanted to turn on his uncle because he wanted to do it from the beginning anyways. But I genuinely think that his whole character was like battling between being a family person and like people he loved compared to like listening to a manipulative uncle who he doesn't want to disappoint. It was like both. If he didn't want to make his, his uncle an enemy, he like wouldn't testify against him. Yeah. I don't, I don't trust him. <laughs> I mean, I don't trust him either. He was freaking murdering his wife slowly because yeah. he's too dumb to ask questions. But the, I think they do a great job of making like Robert De Niro, all the murderers like very menacing too. Mm. Cause after the experience, and like very subtly menacing, even when they're like they're talking about the murders and planning it very nonchalant. Mm-hmm. And even when they pull up to the house that had just been um, exploded, mm-hmm. 
they kind of make a joke about it. He like leans over to Robert De Niro. He's like, ah, too much dynamite. Like very just, yeah. you know, like yeah, nonchalant they, yeah. another day. Yeah. Like they, oh. they told him multiple times. And it's because they don't see Native Americans as people. They see them as beasts. They kind of made like multiple yeah, like comments. Like, no, I don't, yeah, he's like, I don't do that. I don't, I don't kill people or whatever. And he's like, oh. What oh, about oh. a Native American? What about an, an Indian? And then he goes, well, that's different. Like yeah. it's exactly it. It's like, but that's what America does. That's what the white man does is they always, whenever they want to make you turn against a race is they make them out to be animals. They animalize them and like turn it into like they turn them into like yeah and they also like mean words they also would like party with them before yeah hang out become friends and then like turn around and shoot them yeah exactly it's just like the very menacing dirty they're the dirty animals sorry (laughs) getting all angry um was there anything you guys didn't like about the movie because our movie theater had like that (laughs) <laughs> uh, the death scare like like, like kind of into it the beginning was like kind of choppy where i was trying to follow along and then everything and then kinda, you got and like we also stopped. showed up like a couple minutes late we did miss like two Maybe, minutes of the movie first, yeah, the intro. first two minutes and then we're getting into it and then it stops for like half an hour so like there's a lot of detail in the beginning that i like i feel like i didn't pick up completely with like Robert De Niro's character having like his like villain arc because he starts off as like a father fatherly figure mm. the town likes him he's kind of behind the scenes pulling all the strings but in a good way and then all of a sudden like there's like a one scene where it's like they've already like murdered somebody and and like I was like oh did we miss something yeah yeah it was just like all of a sudden he's a murderer calculating everything trying to cover everything up. And there wasn't like a scene that like a transitional scene leading into that, which I'm guessing it was some of the previous conversations that he that he's had, like when he first sits down with Leo but, in the house and he's like talking about she's a good wife, all this mm-hmm. and about their history. So yeah. I, I'm sure there was like kind of um, foreshadowing in those conversations, but I didn't and like catch everything completely. So just he he, he kind of went from like fatherly figure to like super villain and like but really didn't quick. you know it was him the whole time like you when things were do. dying i feel like yeah. they did a good job like they, kind like, of hinting part, at him right? being like in the middle i feel like it wasn't like us because you were in the theater you didn't miss anything there i just feel like it was like subtle hints of you could tell there was something off about his uncle the way he was talking to him like oh you like that girl like she marry her and like and then whenever there'd be a death, he'd be like kind of like in the background, like lingering. And it's just like something's off about his his uncle. And then you I feel like they were kind of hinting at it the whole time. The only parts in the beginning that we missed was kind of like the written words that they were kind of actually talking about, like how the Osage Osage tribe like blew up with the oil. I feel like we missed kind of that part, like who found the oil and then like all the information around that, because we kind of came in and they were talking about, oh, they they are rich now because of the oil. And then we had to learn on our own that the women also didn't have ownership of their own money. They were also like governed. Their money was governed and they had to ask for permission with it, which I guess is like an older thing anyways. But are even with like the doctors because they are like very helpful. I knew the doctors were bad. Mm. But from like I, the, I, I was actually surprised with the doctors. But, really, yeah, yeah. I knew they were bad. From, yeah, like you kind of from like a general story sense, you can kind of like okay, the fatherly figure is evil and everybody's in on it. Yeah, but the way the story unraveled, there was nothing on screen to like hint that the doctors were in on it. 
except like a little bit. Um, it, I think the first scene was when they like, oh, give her this too. To uh, like the other poison for the you don't insulin. feel like when they before but but right before that when they were in oh, the yeah, house for and- the insurance thing yeah the insurance thing that happened before right mm-hmm. and he's like so like it just it was kind of just like a there was like scene. yeah there was like hints throughout though that they were not good because also they were digging around in their sister's head which was like really traumatic in front of everybody which was already a bad thing like no matter what you know about true crime or yeah, not you yeah. should know that it's a crime scene you can't have all these people around so already i was like this is That's super weird yeah like because there you, you could read into that you more. read like, into why that are they doing why that? are they doing that the the sister's right there can you identify her like it was just the first, not handled the first, they didn't like, handle the, the crime scenes well one was when they're doing the insurance thing and they're like oh you're fine da, da, da. and he's like i don't know this one will look bad yeah or, right, but then white insurance thing um with his neighbor, the Native American, who was like his friend, and he goes, Oh, yeah, he's Henry, like, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm a little melancholy. Yeah, and he's like, Oh, you're perfectly fine. Yeah, and when then, they, uh, when he, I think he was the first one in the movie that, to go to the, the doctors, and then when they're making that joke about like offing him, I was like, Oh, hell no. Yeah, see, um, they, yeah. You, they hinted throughout the whole yeah, movie that they were like, bad. It didn't, the, they didn't just drop shit out of nowhere. Yeah, I think the, the first, the first hint in the beginning of the movie is when, um, Someone says, this is my wife. And I think it was actually like um, Rita's first hus- husband or something like that. Um, and he tells Leo, um, she's full blood. And then I was like, oh, yeah. okay. So this is what it's about. And then it goes into like Robert De Niro's character telling Ernest, uh, or telling Leo um, about like Molly. She's a nice girl. And like they're worth a lot of money. And then that's when I, I kind of figured like what was happening. I didn't expect there was going to be like a whole... Like uh, every, all the white men against we're, we're in Native Americans, yeah. yeah. I, I like the way it was done. It's just I feel like I need to like rewatch the beginning part to like pick up on some of the nuances and like a little bit of foreshadowing for everything. I like how you only said watch the beginning part because you won't be sitting through this whole movie again, will you? Actually, it wasn't that like it actually didn't feel, it didn't that, feel long. that long. Yeah, it was good. It didn't feel that but long. I I was really into the movie because. It just was a slow I like, movie. I just felt like I wasn't into the first like forty five minutes because we were late, and then that that incident happened. So you're kind of like we're still like, oh, hope she's okay, all this stuff, and then you're trying to get reinvested into this like three hour epic. It wasn't until like an hour in where I was like back into it, and so the second half of the movie, I felt like I really got Picked everything. Speed, yeah, was really into it and got every little detail. But the first like third of the movie, I felt like there was bits I missed. Mm. I would say, like, if I had to change anything about this movie, I feel like it just could have went a little faster. I feel that some scene, like, some of the more important scenes were really good, but, like, the fire scenes where it's, like, blurry in the background and there's, like, fi- people, like... Well, I don't even know what they were doing. Were they just, like, digging up something? They were... Um, Robert De Niro's car- character had burned... Yeah, committed this- fraud. Yeah. Oh, committed fraud, yeah. So yeah. that, But that whole scene was so long for what? Like, the, the police officers had... Or the FBI had seen him doing it from afar, like, knew he was committing fraud. And it's like, that whole scene was, like, long. 20 seconds longer than it should have been. And, like, I almost feel like there were just, like, cutaway scenes like that that didn't need to be so longly focused on, which could have made the movie a little shorter. And you could have focused on other scenes a little bit more. And that's the only like weird critique. It's not really anything like I would genuinely change, but it's like, if I had to make a critique, it's like just the cutaway scenes were a little too long for me. Cause then I would like kind of catch myself, like just listening to like 
silence or weird music and like thinking like I would catch my mind wandering. Yeah, I I think <clears throat> my criticism is very very low. Uh, I think the scenes that you're talking about, I actually enjoyed it. Uh, there's something called suspension of disbelief, and so I, I really feel like I was in tune in the movie. Um, that crop movie of them burning the the house. Uh, so that was Robert De Niro's character taking out the insurance on the farm that he just bought. Um, and, Le- and Leo is looking at the, he's looking at his farm, like, what did he just do? And you can see, you can see, like, the distrust and in, in Ernest's character of, like, what is this guy doing to me? Um, and, I, and I like that, which makes me believe that, you know, at the end of, at the, end of the day, Ernest was really out for himself because he knew what was going to go on. But um, I think throughout the whole movie, I was really upset. And I think that was like a, that to me kind of shows that it was a, it was a good movie and the story was well told. Told. Told or told? Told. Told. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was, I think it was really well told also. It kind of just like makes you angry because it's unfair. I just, I'm glad that we're like talking about stuff like this, but yeah, movies like this, it's like really heavy almost. Like it's just like a, it's, it feels unfair. So, like, I, I guess maybe this was a creative choice, too, but it never really showed Hale or Robert De Niro's character, like, unravel. No, they like, never did. He was always, like, composed. Was, Even was, when like, he knew time, he was testifying against him, he's like, you yeah, sure you want to do that? Yeah, he just came to, showed up to jail, like, was really confident. Mm-hmm. He never had, like, because he did make mistakes where he kind of, like, overstepped. A little bit. The only time he, is when he, he would he, like pull. Only time he would like unravel a little bit was when Ernest would freak out and he'd have to yeah, like. That was the one time spank I spank like him or like pull his yeah. ear. But like other than that, he kept his composure. Well, yeah, because he he was the king of the yeah, town, he was always, and so he he had to be composed. That's true. You know? yeah. And then the, the one time, the one time that Ernest kind of like went flipped out, everyone in and on that like little block party noticed what was going on, and so that's that's probably why. But because. You would think that he didn't make any mistake because obviously he's committing crime the whole movie, but he almost he was a little reckless with it where it brought too much attention, even if the plan was executed well. Where he should have like slowed his roll a little bit, and some of the townsmen said that like, "Oh, you're so you're overstepping a little too much, hail mm-hmm. and all this," mm-hmm. but he you know was always very composed. Yeah. And also, never, even the like unraveled there was a time in the car yeah. where they shoot uh henry in the back of the head he's like i told you shoot him in the front like yeah but he he wasn't like he was never like worried or in fear yeah or well like, i that's that's the thing he he was yeah. i think you're, you're, you're probably just hoping that it was more of a more of like a, a breakout of emotions but you when he that guy him when harry got shot in the head and he couldn't take the insurance out of him that's when he started threatening other people in town and then you can see the unravel of him trying to think of ways to get money out, which is another reason why he went to go burn um, Ernest's farm. That makes sense. There was then, one part where he pulls up to um, the guy who had an affair with, with Rita, I think, or with Henry's wife. With Henry's. Oh, yeah. No, Henry. Remember? Oh, yes, yeah, yes, yes. And yeah. then he's like, you should leave town. And he, he was like, no, I'll take mm-hmm. my chances here. Like, you're not my friend. Mm-hmm. That was the first time like somebody kind of stood up to him. Yeah. And I guess as like a a viewer, you're kind of hoping for like a payoff of his downfall. But that was like the only kind of he 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 does go to jail, but he they end a movie with him getting getting out out early. So he never really like no justice was served, or he never really had to like yeah suffer really. 
Yeah, it's super. I'm guessing that was like a creative choice to show that like there really wasn't there was everything was a slap on the wrist for the horrific crimes they because because it was literally like white males versus Native Americans who had no laws in their Native American lands, like they weren't protected by anything. So the white man got away with everything. Yeah. So I don't I don't know if I don't think it's not a creative choice. I think that's just how everything was. Yeah, just they got away with everything. I forgot what I was gonna say, but. So it sounds like none of us really have any like bad critiques where like it ruined the movie for us, right? No, like nothing really. Did you guys feel a little confused in the beginning? Did you, like there were certain like jump around scenes? At first, I, I felt a little confused. I was hella confused in the but beginning. Then, that, that's but, why I said it wasn't. That's why Noah. Up late, and then it was paused. And it took a while to get into everything yeah. that was going on. And once you got into the movie, then the girl was. Which choking in the back of us, so then the movie had to stop. Oh, yeah, so then yeah. you had to get re back into the movie. So it's like kind of the first yeah. third, I felt like we were playing catch up, and then. Well, I think when I when I first when we first walked in, they were they were describing um, the Osage tribe and how they found the oil. But I think probably before that, they were talking about. I, I'm pretty sure they were talking where they traveled from, which I think might be Missouri. Um, and there were just other moments where. I think the director was trying to show you that it's the 1920s. So like we're sometimes we're at the movies or sometimes we're, you know, doing this, that, you know, that portrayed back to the 1920s or like that, that random race. Yeah. I think uh, it was, he was also trying to go through all the sisters too. And it was just like, was really confusing. Cause like there was just so many different families and they were trying to introduce all the characters. And it was like, it was very confusing mm-hmm. at first. Yeah. But eventually like, I Once you get it, you get it. Right, yeah. I don't yeah. remember where it happened, but then some, there was a scene that happened. I was like, oh, this makes so much more sense of what happened in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, I agree. Would you guys watch this movie again? Yes. Yeah, I would. But I think I'd want to watch uh, Oppenheimer first. Why? Have you guys watched that? Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen it yet. It's good. I it's, think. it's good. I haven't seen it. It's intense. Mm. It's just like a lot of buildup. The only thing I will complain about Oppenheimer is it's all that buildup for like a quiet scene of like the atomic bomb. Test. Yeah, the atomic bomb blowing up wasn't wasn't as, as, as yeah wasn't as, as epic advertise. as like all the stress you're waiting for to go see it. But it Sounds was like, like a, a beautiful, party. creepy yeah, film. It was like the after the circumstances after the consequences of the bomb afterwards. That was like the mm. hit, hit that he changed the world forever. Yeah, but yes, I would watch it. I would watch it again too. I actually want to watch the beginning scene now because now I feel like we missed out so much. Also, because I want to like watch it through without. I was laughing when uh, Molly said something in her own language, and then Leo's like, "Oh, what'd you call me? A handsome devil?" I know it was (laughs) cracking up. That must be that must be a handsome devil or something. There's some pretty good jokes (laughs) in that movie too. I yeah. think like the cute, I will say like a cute part that I forgot to mention was when they were ki- kissing in the car and then she goes, yeah. your hand sees my skin. And I was like, oh, I love yeah. that. It was just so pretty. You know what I thought was really cute was when they were giving their tribal name. Mm-hmm. That I, I love that part. Yeah. That was awesome. Okay. Let's go to ratings. It's three words. Oh, three then words. Then ratings. All right. We got to kind of wrap this up. It's just like the movie, this is a... Uh... Yeah, Pretty three long. words and no, then reading. I was so mad that the movie was three hours, by the way. Well, okay, so we... Did, we go can you to please watch... tell the viewers that I had <laughs> to that we had to like drag Noah to go do the movie and do the podcast? We he's, saw a movie. He's like boycotting this podcast. We, saw, mm-hmm. we went right, to Juju? see the Yep. Yep, the see? The movie started at 8.30. I was like, okay, it's three and a half hours. So we're back home. It's like midnight. 
And it's kind of middle of the week. We do it for the plot, though, baby. This is what we're made for. I like it, but I feel like I want. I like to, it, but I want. <laughs> I wanted to see this movie like in the middle of the day. Like, a, yeah, after like that matinee, the, after the emergency that happened, I was like, "Fuck, no one's going to leave." Like, now. yeah, no one's like, "Should we just go?" go? Yeah. <laughs> the emergency, I told him. I was like, "I told you guys, it wasn't feeling it today." It's worth it, though, guys. All right, three words, Rach. Mm, I'll go first. Okay, go is, first. Um, manipulation. Oh, I do all three words, huh? Mm-hmm. You want to do it where we do one at a time? No, go. Oh, it's been that long, huh? Damn. <laughs> all right. First word is manipulation. The second word is gruesome. I thought that was a good word. I should have went second. I could have got a better one. But oh. manipulation. That was good. You did a good gruesome. job. Gruesome. And the third word is charming because... Leonardo DiCaprio's character, he balanced that like charming and like idiot. Not he, I mean, he wasn't a charming idiot, but from scene to scene, like when his love story with Molly, he was very charming and you can see why she kind of fell for him. And she kind of knew all along that he was in it for the money, but she was like, of course he wants the money, but he also wants to settle down. And they did have somewhat of a connection. That makes me so mad. Aww. <laughs> Why? Because I don't trust him. <laughs> but, but that's the thing is like you don't trust him, but he's charming enough where you're like, oh, should I trust him? But no, you, but you know not to. No, but I feel like that's how Molly felt. She was, she kind of knew she shouldn't. No, I th- she and even for Robert De Niro's character too, like you knew you shouldn't trust him, but no, I mean it, it's it's exactly what you said when she was just like, of course he wants the money, but he wants to settle too. He's looking for love. Me, I'm like. Nah, he's trying to murder me. Yeah, I mean, Molly was that. just very trusting. I felt bad for the her. murders didn't happen yet. Want to go next with your three words, Jatir? Sure. Um, my first word would be, I wish I can say like, I guess it also would be manipulation. I really want to say like. Yeah, she, yeah he can. I, I really want to say um, sheep with, or wolf with the sheep's clothing on. Um, wolf of Wall Street? Just joking. What you did there. Yeah. <laughs> um, second word would be there's a word that I want to say. I want to say settlers for some reason, but I want to say colonizer. Something. Colonizers. Yeah. Thank you, Noah. Um, and then the third word is um family and, and tribe. It it like for someone who isn't super family oriented, it I really felt her. You're not family type. oriented? No. Oh. Um, I really felt learning more and more about him every day. Huh? I know <laughs> your name's Jatir, and you're not family oriented. <laughs> what does Jatir have to do with anything with family? Because he didn't know your name the first episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, Noah has known me for ten years, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, but it it was really sad just to see you know her kid Molly's kids and her sisters just kind of all die. Her you know her first love, um, and she just didn't know what was going on. Just. If I if I could throw a fourth word, I'm gonna do it anyways. It's it's confusion. Oh. <laughs> confusion, yeah, helpless. Confusion, helpless yeah. You can't use it. So my three words are greed, because Ooh, that's, that's what the whole movie is about. Yeah. This whole movie could be just summed up in that word. Like when he's the gambling, second word. They, he robs somebody. Yeah. And then he goes to gamble it, and then they're playing cards, and he puts what he just robbed in the middle of the table. He's like, I love money. I'll do anything. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, greed. The whole movie is about greed. Being mad all over again. The second word I would pick is privilege, because honestly, white privilege is so freaking apparent throughout this whole movie. 
Um, and then the third word I'd pick is kind of like manipulation, but like it would be deceit because um, he's deceiving Molly. The uncle's deceiving him. Yeah, that's a good it's one. It's all, all three words. So yeah. I, want, I wish we could have chose like more creative words, but this movie had very strong tones of like everything we just said. All right, guys. So for the ratings, one through six. Yeah, we're moving away from emojis until we do like uh, videos. We record in video because the whole thing was like, oh, it'd be cool to put an emoji up. So one being terrible, terrible, terrible. Six being mind blowing, best of the best. So and we choose one through six. So you can't be neutral on the movie. You have to pick. Because uh, if you do one through five, everyone can pick three because three just lands in the middle. So you have to lean towards Should the side. Should it be like one through seven then? Because can I just pick three between six? No, that's not. Three, because then three is more two, bad. Because four, five, six. Noah's seven, holding seven, up fingers. Seven, you can do. Uh, You're showing four. me an equal, equal finger. Because if you pick three out yeah, of six. You can't be in the middle. So. If you pick three out of six, mm. then you're leaning more towards the bottom half, like a bad side of the movie. If you pick four out of Look, six, you're leaning more fingers, towards the good side. The middle. I can't. I can't concentrate with you both okay, screaming at, at me. me. Five fingers, oh you God. can be in the middle. Four fingers, you can't be in the middle. You have to choose a side. If you, if it's one through four, if it's one through four, you can't choose the middle. But you, if it's one through six, you have to choose a side. Top three or bottom three? Yeah. So one. If you're five, you could choose the middle. Wait. Okay. So. Oh, dude, it's literally I'm sorry. In your wait. Face. Just, just so do look, it. Just look, put, look at just the emojis. Just show me. Look at the emojis. Ah, everyone's screaming at me. <laughs> okay. Wait. Okay. So we have one, two, here. three, four, five, six. Right. Choose the middle. So if I do one, two, three, or I can do four, five, six. Yeah. So isn't it still in the middle? Oh, there's three. Yeah, there's oh, three on that side. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm sorry. I'm learning something new every day. Huh? Like my name. <laughs> okay. We're going to cut all of that out because that was annoying. Maybe. So maybe one out of six. So confused. I'm going to give it a four out of six. Ooh. And I'm landing at a be higher. I'm landing at a four out of six only because I felt like this was such a good plot and such a good story. I just wish that it was it hit home a little harder for me. I feel like I didn't leave as upset as I should have felt. I was more like, wow, that movie was beautiful. But I want to be like angry. This is a super effed up story. And so I feel like he should have like made me go crazy. And that's just how I feel. That's actually really good. I actually agree with that a lot. <gasps> really? am, Chocolate yeah. blah. I'm going to give it a four as well. I think the story was very powerful and it was acted out very well. But I still didn't leave like broken, I guess. And for like the the premise and the history of what had happened, I felt like I should have left like broken. Uh, and obviously everybody did a great job acting. So like, I appreciate that, but it wasn't enough to like give it like a five because there are other movies where like Leo and Robert De Niro and probably Lily Gladstone too, are just like crushing it on screen. Like which movies? For Leo, probably like Aviator. Shutter Island is hella Shutter good. Island. I love Shutter Catch Island. Catch Me If You Can is a personal favorite. Okay, Juju, what would you rate it? I would give it a five or a six. That's good. You had to pick one. You had to pick one, though. Six is like the best movie Six ever. is... 5.5. 5. No, come on. What? He's going to be a five, Just then. I'm a 5.5. 5. 5. We, we round down here. Well, we, that's not how math works. Yeah. You just tell me how oh, math you, works. Oh, then you round up. Then six out of okay, six. Okay, fine. Then six. Wow. That's yeah. good. I think it was a really good movie. I think Juju was... loved this and hated Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> Don't get me started on that movie. <laughs> I guess you're very highbrow, then. Um, what does that mean? <laughs> sophisticated? Yeah, like, it's sophisticated uh, movies. 
Mm, maybe. I, kinda, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like. I he like, popped his collar when he said maybe. I like movies that um, make that you think. He's blushing. Make me that make me think or make me feel um, like I was again. Yeah, suspension of disbelief. Like I want to feel like I'm in the movie. I want to feel the pain, the hurt, and. Um, you That's know, what I'm saying for this movie, for what had happened, I didn't leave like but broken. I said the same thing, but this is his time to talk, so you need to sh- continue. <laughs> Thank you, Rachel. Um, yeah, I just I, I think learning about Native American and actually just growing up in America, being told lies about Native American, and then learning mm-hmm. what really happened to them, and then you hear about. You know, because most people know about the massacre that happened on Thanksgiving, but we don't know anything else that, that's been told. And so I think this story was told um, really in a well. great way. And I think each and every actor and actress in this, in this movie did a really good job. And I left feeling sad. You know, I went to bed last night. I was like, I feel really sad Aww. inside because yeah. of, you know, these people. And then for the obituary to not even talk about the murders at all. So know. her, you know, her story was just never talked about since what the nineteen forties. That's really sad. I know it's disgusting, honestly. Well, then, yeah, six out of six for Juju, four out of six for us. Knows what to be like. I just but I also work. think Noah and I've been together for like ten years. We kind of just like start. No, not true. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even have to finish my sentence and no already knew what I was saying. That's how on fucking cue we are, baby. Whether you like it or not, me and you are locked movie, in. Me and you are locked in. For this movie. Anyways, um, the next movie Noah and I will be seeing is Trolls, probably. We're really excited for that one. Oh, wait. We've got about our segment of 30 seconds or less. Would we change anything? But it's kind of hard for this one. We already this. asked, would you guys critique? I kind of morphed it into the do not like because nobody didn't like anything. No, 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 but... 30 seconds or less, like, what would you change to make the movie better? I guess for you, you can't because you loved it. But for um, you... For me, we already kind of touched on it because we didn't I feel anything. It no, it's pointless. Okay, for me, I think I would have liked to have seen a little more with Robert De Niro's character to, like, one, make me, like, hate him more and then kind of feel like he won at the end. Because you kind of feel like he did win because he got off, like, with a slap on the wrist. But... It didn't. You didn't leave feeling like, oh, f that guy. Like, I mean, you do, but you don't like hate him, hate him. Like, I mean, you hate him, but it didn't see like, how pointless this extra twenty. Well, I mean, like se- you, you have to remember too. He was a mason, so he was very like he. I think that that's probably all the information they probably could have pulled from him. He didn't make my blood boil. I guess that's, and I think that's the point. He, he you know, at the the real person who who he played. Um, you know, as a, as a, a, what are they called? Freemasons. I think they, they portray that self. Like they, you know, they, they're perfect in, in, in the public eye, but you don't really know who they are behind closed doors. That makes sense then. Are you happy you did that? Are you happy? Yeah, that's, like, that's one of my favorite Okay, guys. Thank you so much. Well, it's just repetitive because I already kind of asked you about it. And we're repeated. closing out. <laughs> okay. Thank you guys so much. Thanks, Juju, for joining us. And we're excited to meet next week for Trolls. Bye. Bye. Bye.